Next on BYU Sports Nation, live from Las Vegas, day 12 of the BYU football coaching search. Will it be Kenny Amatololo, Kalani Sataki, or somebody else? Is that what even matters most right now? Four days away from BYU in Utah in the Las Vegas Bowl, linebacker Fred Warner on Broncos' final game. Plus, the director of the Las Vegas Bowl, John Sassenti, returns, and another Cougar in the NFL. Let's go! This is BYU Sports Nation, brought to you by the BYU Store, simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now live from the Hard Rock Hotel in fabulous Las Vegas, your hosts, Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. BYU Sports Nation on the road and broadcasting Woo! in Radio Vision, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere, Wednesday, December 16th, wherever and however you are joining us. Great to have you with us live from the Hard Rock Hotel All right. in Las Vegas. Now wait, now, wait a minute. We didn't think that we'd be in jackets in Vegas, freezing. I'm so cold right now. You're wearing gloves. Jerem Jordan There's is also... Awesome. trees, and we're at the Nirvana pool, and there's no one here because it's in the 40s. Listen, it's a good <laughs> thing that Jerem Jordan is the Gore-Tex representative for this part of the country, helping I, us I stay some, warm. I need some Gore-Tex. <laughs> Where are your gloves, man? I didn't think it would be this cold. I barely grabbed my jacket on the way out thinking, ah, I'll just throw it in the van. Yeah, it's a and little, here we are, freezing. It's a little cold. We're going to talk to John Sassenti about this. He needs to turn on the heat, man. The irony of wearing jackets poolside in Las Vegas is amazing. Yeah, there's palm trees and jackets. No, no. Hey, that all said, we have Lauren, our hard rock representative, taking care of us. Got no, I, hot chocolate on the desk. Oh, yeah, everyone's been great. I'm happy to be here. This is awesome. Last year was extremely fun at the Miami Beach Bowl. Uh, we were essentially uh, near the parking lot, you know, roundabout there. Upgrade this year. You know, last year was fantastic. This year, even better. Out at the pool... Which, uh, it's in the 40s, so I, I won't be going. I tweeted yesterday I'd be, do the show in board shorts. That's not going to happen. No. <laughs> You're throwing that not, out? Not anymore, no. Not next level? Absolutely okay. not. No. Okay. I'm not that. I'm polar plunge, no. If you do want to take your fandom to elite levels, you are welcome to come and join us at the Nirvana Pool. Absolutely. At the Hard Rock Hotel. We'll be here doing our thing, man. The, yeah, and the, the masses have shown up today. By the crazy way, Cook Fanatic is here. I, I said she'd be here. She's over here. Oh, there's an elite fan. Yeah, has, crazy has shown Cook, up. Crazy uh, Cook an, Fanatic an elite here. fan is, is with us. Yeah, <laughs> we've got, <laughs> we've got an army of one. Nation we've got an army of one. What is it? That thing you do? <laughs> hey, is that our fan? <laughs> oh, hey. Speaking of concerts and fans and bands, last night we pull up to the hotel and true story. Jerem wanted to go see a group called Silver Sun Pickups during the, it was the same night as the Utah State basketball game. Summer 9th, last Wednesday. Okay, and so he was, he was like, ah, I got to go to the game. He was bummed out that he couldn't go. We show up last night, and Ben Bagley, our producer, says, but still, with Silver Sun Pickups. And I'm like, like what? Silver Sun Pickups? I went and saw them last night. They were great. There you go, They man. were great. There you go. It was, I, it was I, meant to be. I didn't see Bastille, though. I just bounced. Wait, you paid full ticket. Hey, hey, you, you paid. Hey, oh. You paid full ticket know. price. I didn't go to the whole yeah. concert. Yeah, there were four bands. I only saw the one I want. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hashtag per diem, man. How much per song was that, Jerem? Goodness. Doesn't matter. I'm not gonna say. <laughs> no, it was great. It was great. I loved it. It's good to be in Las Vegas. It is. 
The bowl game teams have arrived. BYU is practicing today. Star Wars is tomorrow. At 10 a.m. Yeah, Star Wars tomorrow. The Fremont Street Experience, and if you know what that is, it's the biggest projection screen television in the entire world. They're going to broadcast team highlights on that tonight. It's going to be amazing. And uh, that starts at 5 Pacific if you're local and you want to come and hang out with the teams and watch that. Yeah, that's going to be awesome. That headlines are BYU Sports Nation headlines. And how about another Cougar in the NFL, Jordan Leslie is on the practice squad for the Atlanta Falcons. Now, he has bided his time, and now he is on a practice squad in the NFL. Congrats to him. I thought he uh, was a guy that could be drafted, wasn't, hadn't been on a team yet. I think he had a cup of coffee with somebody, a cup of post on this BYU TV. Uh, But now he's on the Falcons. Awesome. Craig Bills, we announced yesterday, signed with the Philadelphia Eagles, but he failed a physical. Wow. Is that what we're going to play every time we mention the Eagles? We should. (laughs) He was released because he failed that physical, but he is expected to re-sign with the team once he's fully healthy. Yeah, that's the hope. And he had a Liz Frank injury the last day of Pro Day, by the way. What the heck, man? So David Nixon's two brothers-in-law... Craig Bills, Taysom Hill, Liz Frank. So weird. Hey, Liz Frank is the worst girlfriend ever. There's some girl named Liz Frank. What in the heck, there. man? And women's volleyball news. Alexa Gray is a first-team All-American, according to the ABCA. That's awesome. BYU's only three-time ABCA All-American. And Amy Boswell, third-team All-American. Alexa, absolutely, she absolutely deserves that. She had a year to remember, man. First-team All-American, you are one of the best at your sport. When you have 30 That's kills, elite, man. Yes. That's elite. That is elite. I, no argument there. I, under, <laughs> understandable. But listen, when you have 30 kills and 32 digs in one game, you're going to be a first-team All-American. She carried that team quite a bit. I mean, there were a lot of members of that team, but she was so good. They didn't really have consistency at the second outside hitter spot, and they went to the Sweet 16. Four straight Sweet 16s, also elite. And time to rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. And now for the main event, bowl game versus coaching search. That brings us to our Twitter question. What are you more interested in, the BYU coaching search or the Las Vegas Bowl? Use the hashtag BYUSN at BYULASFJS. Vegas Bowl, because I won't cry myself to sleep with a new head coach announcement like I would with a BYU loss. What if it's the wrong coach in your mind? Would you cry yourself to sleep about that? Is there a wrong coach? I, I guess right now, certain all people three have of the preference. Can, all three of the candidates that have been discussed that are still remaining, I know. I, no. All three are in play. Yes. Or are they? We'll tell you in a moment. <laughs> That's the thing. That's the thing. The Las Vegas Bowl for BYU and Utah. I repeat, BYU and Utah, four days away. Oh, yeah. That's right. They are playing a game this Saturday, aren't they? In a year the teams were not scheduled to play each other, which, which makes it even better. Bronco Mendenhall's final game, his shot at victory number 100. Utah coach Kyle Whittingham potentially in play to take over for Bronco. He's on the other sideline. Okay, this game's four days away. Both teams 9-3 and three, can get to 10 wins and finish the season ranked. Yet, Jerem, it all has taken a backseat. It's like it doesn't matter right now. I have a weird feeling. That because of the new head coach situation, that no matter what the result, some people won't agree with this. That's fine. No matter what the result of the BYU-Utah game, it's going to take a backseat to the new head coach regardless. What? I have a feeling that that's going to be the case. Just like the game is taking a backseat to the situation. It makes no sense, but, but that's it's absolutely the reality right now. Yeah, because the BYU-Utah game to me is the most meaningful thing associated with BYU sports. Beating Utah in an individual single game is the most meaningful thing that BYU can do. Now, what is the latest in the in search for 
a new BYU football head man. Sources tell us, this according to Football Scoop, that Oregon State defensive coordinator Kalani Sataki is prepared and is expected to become the next head coach at BYU in the event that Ken Niamatololo, man at Navy, turns the job down. Now, that's interesting. And you said the word sources, so I immediately perk up. Sourcey sauce! Yeah, everyone's got their sources, right? And they didn't tell us. They told Twitter. Let's be clear on that. But the more that we get away from Monday, the less likely it'll be that it's Kenny Amatolo, in my opinion. Because he said he wanted to make a decision fast. Yes. And we'll tell you in a second what the report out of the Capital Gazette is that covers Navy football. Then you get to this part of the week. This is Kalani Sataki's part of the week. Okay, <laughs> Kalani Sataki day. Then if it's next, if it get, if it's not announced uh, uh, by the bowl game, then it's Kyle Whittingham's time. That's to me. That's how it shifts. Like if it extends, you, it's then only it be natural progression mentally to think. Okay, is is Whittingham in play because it's after the game? If Kyle Whittingham is BYU's next head coach, it won't be announced before the bowl game. I don't think that that would help. It would be after. That would be so weird. And at this point, you almost do a disservice to Utah. But you're BYU, so you're fine doing a disservice to Utah in things. Would you rather Kyle Whittingham be the next BYU coach or BYU beat Utah on Saturday? We'll, we'll talk about that in a little bit. We would, you, would you rather? We will discuss that. Zach Nyborg, our good friend who's hanging out in Corvallis. He was the director of football operations at BYU last year before he went with Gary Anderson to the Northwest. He, he sent out a picture last night of Gary Anderson, the Beavers head coach, with Kalani Sataki hanging out with him like Santa and his elf on a chair. Okay? So, so naturally, <laughs> we, gotta we, read the tweet. we had Hold to on. ask Zach about what this was all about. Okay, it said, Santa Gary and his elf Kalani. Merry Christmas from uh, at OSU Beavers. Okay? So, how so do people you, are like, hey, what does this mean? Well, well Kalani's clean shaven, so it's like, yeah. oh, clean shaven. Is that because of BYU? Okay, yeah, I reached out to Zach this morning and said, Hey, we're going to talk about this picture. What do you have to say? So here's what he said. Sometimes you need to remember to have fun, especially this time of year. We enjoy the relationships we have together as friends in the coaching circle, whether we are Cougars or Utes or Beavers. I agree with two of those three. I can confirm as well that Coach Sataki was clean-shaven before Coach Mendenhall ever took the Virginia ah, job. He did that on he his own. He didn't shave for the okay. interview. Okay. As, so, pl- as planes go overhead. Now, what we've heard is Kalani Sataki had his conversation late on Monday night, that according to Dick Harmon of the Deseret News. According to the source. So he was in Corvallis at some point yesterday on Tuesday taking a picture. Or was it Portland? We don't know. I don't know. Yeah. It was somewhere in the great in the, state of Somewhere Oregon. in Oregon, yes. So that's the Kalani Sataki situation that he has met with them. But is it a waiting game? That's what Football Scoop said. But how about Ken Niamatololo? Are they waiting on Ken? Does Ken yeah. have an offer? Is it his to turn down? Does he say no? And then it's like, okay, Kalani, is it you? I don't Meanwhile, know. Meanwhile, Kyle, Kyle, listen, Kyle's on the stove. It's There's three coaches on the top of the stove, right? And you're, like, pulling some off. You're turning some on uh, a little warmer. And it's, who knows if he's pulling Kyle's himself there. off if he's like, yeah, take me off the stove. Who knows? Only Tom Homo. I think that would come out. And, yeah. it, ha- and it hasn't. From sources. Yeah. <laughs> There's that word. The almighty sources. Yeah, oh, my goodness. Okay, so what does Ken Niamatololo do at Navy? Bill Wagner of the Capital Gazette. He is the Navy beat writer in Annapolis, and he said word out of Provo. So he's hearing things from Provo is that BYU is extending the coaching search until after the Las Vegas Bowl on Saturday. He continues. That screams Kyle Whittingham to me. That news, along with word that Niu Matalolo will make his decision today, is why I think he, Ken, is staying at Navy. The further we get away from Monday, the less likely it is 
that it's Ken Niamatololo. Which is opinion. what we originally thought would happen. Like, if he's going to be the BYU coach, it's going to happen fast. And it's Wednesday morning, and we're not hearing rumblings. And we're hearing rumblings that he's going Hashtag to go sources, back. Yeah. yeah. Hashtag sources aren't, yes. aren't uh, you know, aflame with rumor right now. It's day number 12 in the coaching search, and that actually, that number carries significance specific to BYU, which brings us to our stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. That's right. It took 12 days to hire Bronco Mendenhall. Gary Croton resigned on December 1st, 2004. Bronco Mendenhall was hired December 13th, 2004. So this was the day in that situation. So the BYU fans that are want to coach, want it to be fast, blah, blah, as, as Dick Harmon tweeted earlier this morning, uh, longtime BYU uh, writer, Tom Homo has four Super Bowl rings. He knows what he's doing. Oh, really? I think, I, of course he does. There's so much at play, too. You want to find the best candidate. You want the timing to be good. Let's say it is Kyle Winningham. You need to wait until after the bowl game. Hashtag. At, this, at this point, you've waited until Wednesday. If, if you've, you've vetted the, the best people. You've looked into Daryl Bevel. You've looked into Lance Anderson. You've looked into these guys. You want to find the best candidate at the right time. The thing is not always uh, the most important thing. Timing has to go with that, too. Hashtag in Tom we trust. Could BYU get Kyle Whittingham as the head coach and Kalani Sataki as the defensive coordinator? Oh, yeah! He's not going to be the D.C. (laughs) Let's stop talking about that. It's not going to (laughs) happen. Our conversation happening right now on Twitter. Use the hashtag BYUSN. Join us on BYU Sports Nation. What are you more interested in right now, the BYU coaching search or the Las Vegas Bowl between BYU and Utah? Let's go to the Twitter machine. It's Twitter time. At S. Larson 801, the Las Vegas Bowl, I have coaching search fatigue. Mm. You are not alone. There are many out there. Come on, Saturday. Hashtag go Cougs. Hashtag beat the Utes. I'll be honest. I don't have the fatigue. This has been the most interesting 12 days of BYU sportsdom in a long time. This might not happen again for two decades. Seriously. Who knows? At BYU, there tend to be guys that stay a long time. Unless, right? unless, unless it's Gary, Gary Croton. Yeah. Yes. And okay, so this, this you don't win, you don't stay. It That's doesn't happen very often, which is why it's such a big deal. At JSJ thirty five, I like drama, so both. <laughs> yeah, the more the merrier. You've been saying that. Bring it all on, man. Dude, ex- extremes in good or bad Let's are go. talked about. This game is sold out. And that's a surprise to nobody, including the director of the Las Vegas Bowl, John Sassenti. He joins us next. Is this the most hype ever for a Las Vegas Bowl showdown? We'll ask him next. This is BYU Sports Nation live from the Hard Rock Hotel in Vegas. BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Simulcast on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Conversation happening right this very second on Twitter. Follow us at BYU Sports Nation. Use the hashtag BYUS, and we are live from the Hard Rock Hotel in Las Vegas. At the Nirvana Pool. How awesome is that? We're at the Nirvana Pool. That's great. I love that name. Uh, countdown to kickoff is live Saturday, 2.30 Eastern time. David Can, Blaine Fowler, David Nixon. And Brian Logan, live from Provo. Spencer Linton, live from Sam Boyd Stadium. Check it out Saturday, 2.30 Eastern time. We will get you ready for BYU and Utah from the Vegas Bowl. Hey, just got this tweet in from at Uncle Trent. He says, instead of throwing random sports balls around the set, Jerem Jordan should jump into the pool at the end of the show. Friday, if it's warmer, and it should warm up, maybe. I've been thinking about it. Jer- Seriously? Well, if it, it's in the 40s. I need it to be at least in the 50s. If it gets to 50, will you do it? 
I'll think about it. <laughs> Listen, after shaving my head, I try and think about what I say on the show. I know a lot of people don't believe that. Wait, you try I and try. think about what you say wait, before you actually say wait, it? Wait, what? Yeah, that's a smart thing. Yeah. Our Twitter question today, what are you more interested in, the BYU coaching search or the Las Vegas Bowl at Cougars Forever? Says, I want to focus on the game. The coaching situation will be figured out, but the game is almost here. Is it? Focus. It's a couple days away. Man, a lot can happen. It's four days. <laughs> it does, it's like, I don't know. It depends on how you look at it. It seems like a long time, but then it's like, no. No, the game's on Saturday. Yeah, it's it'll come up. I can promise you this. John Sassenti, the director of the Las Vegas Bowl, <laughs> is focused on the game. Is that safe to say, John? That is safe to say. I'm, I'm, you know what else is safe to say? It, I think it's safe to say that we are the most clothed people to ever be at this hard rock pool <laughs> here uh, right now. The, and the funny thing is, if you look behind us, there's actually a lifeguard on duty. Like, somebody's actually going to jump in this pool. There's a lifeguard there. <laughs> That's for Jerem. Protecting the pool. <laughs> That's for Jerem right yeah. there, man. He's got the easiest job in the world. Oh. There's nobody going in today. <laughs> His, Sorry about this. <laughs> his dollar per dive amount is way high. <laughs> hey, last time we talked to you, we were in the comforts of Studio B. You brought a friend with you, Elvis, the lowest cut shirt ever in Studio B. That'll never be topped. Kind of the opposite of this. Yeah, where, where's Elvis, man? Elvis was here last night. Okay. He greeted the teams with the showgirls, did a couple numbers. Um, I think he's sleeping it off a little bit right now. Either or eating his signature breakfast, which apparently, like the king at, uh, I think it's Lucky's. It's Lucky's. <laughs> yeah. Fourteen banana pancakes, fourteen slices of bacon, and like this peanut butter syrup stuff. He's busy. He's in there probably. Yeah, <laughs> it just that. sounds amazing because the food is warm and it would, yeah, you know, kind of give us yeah. a little extra heat. Yeah, yeah, so we would. get some of that king out here. There's there's lots of activities this week. What's what's your personal favorite? Um, actually, my personal favorite is probably tonight when we kick off the, the welcome reception. It's the first official event during Bowl Week. We had team arrivals last night here uh, at the Hard Rock and, and also at Mandalay Bay for uh, Utah. But um, I'd say the welcome reception is the first time the two teams are together. Uh, we have uh, team highlight videos. Each team gets three minutes of highlight videos that we're running on the Viva Vision um, canopy, which is the world's largest uh, screen. It's uh, it, it's cool. It, it it officially kicks off and it gives you kind of chills. It, it it's go time now. Is there any concern about BYU and Utah in numbers being in the same place so close in that situation? Uh, a little. <laughs> like like a couple of years ago, I'd imagine that the Haka would break out or something. You know, it's it's. I I don't sense that there's the same vitriol as in season past because they've taken it off, but it could be it could be fun. No, it, it, we we spoke to both the teams last night, and it's funny when we went through uh, what was going on. You know, hey, behave yourself. There's cameras all over the place. You know, you know, show some respect for your team, your family, everything else. As soon as we got into bowl week, and we said, hey. You're, you know, you're going to be in the same room with the other team. Have respect for the other team. Don't cause any issues. Everybody kind of chuckled. Both teams. They did the exact same thing. They both giggled. So clearly, clearly they hate each other. But I, I, I get the sense that they're going to be very respectful to each other and, and you know, not, not do anything. Hey, I'm all for it. Chirp away. Talk a little smack. Get ready for game day. But, you know, the reality of it is take it out on game day on the field. When this game was announced, I think tickets sold out in like 16.2 seconds. Maybe a little bit faster. I don't know. But. But According term- to the Utah people, it did. <laughs> it was a little longer than that. <laughs> in terms of the ticket situation, uh, what's the update there? Is there any way to even get into this game anymore? Uh, yeah, if you have a ticket. Um, <laughs> there, there's, no, there's no other way. Um, we, we explored the option of uh, additional seating. 
Um, the reality of it is that the stadium's not very large. Um, there, there are security issues. There's logistical issues uh, to put the bleachers in, in one end zone. It, it, there really wasn't enough to make a significant difference. So, you know what? Having a sellout's a good problem to have. And, and you know, if, if they told me you can put a second deck on the stadium by Saturday, we'd do it. Um, <laughs> but but un- unfortunately, we're going to have to go with Yeah, that sounds have. super simple. Yeah. Just add another deck. <laughs> I'm okay yeah. with no additional, like, bleachers on the one side. I sat on them as a, as a teenager. When it got going, uh, you know, you were in yeah. for like, kind of an earthquake experience there. But uh, 200 media credentials. 200. Yeah. You said the and most ever. It is the most ever. We actually had to shut it off. Uh, we, we got wow. a, we got a few more requests after the cutoff date. We we cut it off, um, and and mostly because we are we are maxed out in the press box. There's no seats left. There's no there's no space left. We actually had to move our post game press conference area um, because the room was just not big enough. We actually have to go back up to the press box where there's a bigger room um, just because there's so many media. It's amazing. You know, USC Fresno uh, used to be the the all time high, but this one is is unbelievable. And we talked about it, the storylines. You know, you not only have the heated rivalry, you have everybody from the state of Utah here, but you got the coaching search going on that everybody kind of wants to get the scoop on. You know, as one coach flipping over to the other sideline, who knows? Um, but uh, but it, it's it's crazy. It's crazy. John Sassenti, director of the Royal Purple Las Vegas Bowl, with us on set from the Hard Rock Hotel in Las Vegas. Jeremy already mentioned the 200 media credentials. It's it's a sellout game. But is this, just from a national standpoint, is this the most hype that a Vegas Bowl has ever had? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say yes. This is my 14th game, and I can't remember a game that's gotten this much attention. Um, I think we talked about it briefly the last time I was in the studio about some of the rankings that were coming out on, on Bowl Week. Uh, I actually got an email yesterday from one of our committee members. They caught on Spotify. Uh, sportingnews.com that this was the number one game to watch in all of the bowl. Wow. Um, just because, again, the storylines, the heat, you don't see, this is such a unique game, such a unique bowl game to have two bitter rivals that have been playing for 100 plus years that, that you know, just hate each other. The fan bases, the teams, everybody. To play it in a bowl game, you don't you don't see this kind of intensity, and so that's that's kind of their reasoning by making it number one. Well, and happened to fit in the window where they're on a two year hiatus. I mean, what are the chances? And it's We're in, really and it's smart. In, yeah. <laughs> We're yeah. really good at this. <laughs> yes, yes, you are. We thought about it. Ah, yeah. <laughs> we planned this years ago. <laughs> how is it, we've discussed this briefly, you know, in, in studio and on the phone. But how is the how has the coaching change affected this game and uh, for you guys? Um, I don't think it has. The, the first phone call I made when I heard about it was I, I called uh, Tom Homo and I said, what, what's the deal? What do we need to know? He said he met with Bronco. Bronco met with the teams. He is coaching this game and business as usual. Um, was that it, a relief to you? It was. It was. It, it does make a huge difference having to work with an interim. Uh, you know, I think the, the players' attitude changes a little bit when, when the coach is actually gone, gone. But Substitute teacher. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but I, I, I've seen everybody's uh, – it seems business as usual to me. Bronco's been great we we had a nice conversation last night um you know i know there's some more coaches leaving so i'm sure there's some disappointment from the kids but um but but the fact that they're all still here they're coaching the game and they know they get to play their rival and hopefully beat their rival they don't need any extra motivation that's the thing when the ball kicks off it's go time they don't need any for both teams 
BYU as an independent is unique in that they schedule their bowl game arrangements long beforehand. It worked out this year that they came to the Las Vegas Bowl. They have the Poinsettia Bowl lined up in the near future. Would you consider BYU as an independent again for the Las Vegas Bowl at some point in the future? I, I'd say we, we definitely would have that conversation again. Now, that conversation can't take place for a couple years. Our conference contracts run to 2019. Um, so it won't happen between now and 2019 for sure. Uh, we would probably, a couple years before, have that conversation again. You know, we have to, we have to get the Mountain West involved. There's, there's a lot of, lot, of, lot of things that go into that process. But we would certainly entertain it. BYU has been, been great for our game, great for our city. Uh, I know they're, they're, they're here at the Hard Rock. The Hard Rock loves having them here. Um, so we would certainly entertain it. But, you know, the state of college athletics, nobody knows what's going to happen in 2019. Um, you know, they may be in a conference. They, they, who knows what's, what's going to happen? But we'd, we'd have that conversation. Yeah, we don't know what's going to happen in four days from now, let alone yeah, no, four I don't know years. what's going to happen this afternoon. <laughs> well, with, I, with I, BYU I know what's going to happen search. in ten minutes. I'm going to be in the heat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. Well, uh, how has BYU helped maybe grow the Vegas Bowl in some way? Uh, tremendously. Uh, we, we talk about that all the time. Th- this event... You know, years years ago, before 2005, they used to have an NCAA rule that said you had to have, not tickets sold, you had to have 25,000 bodies in the stadium. And uh, we were, we were kind of bouncing around that, trying to, trying to make that number, trying to meet the number. That, that year we took BYU, we blew that out of the water. We, we secured ourselves for the next two years. Now, they've, they've gotten rid of that, that rule since then, so it doesn't even apply anymore. But what that did is it kind of set us into the next level. It changed the perception of, hey, this is a big-time event. It's a sold-out event. This is, this is on a different level now. And then, you know, people were buying tickets early. They didn't want to get shut out the next year, and we just we were able to capitalize that year after year. Um, so they, they play a huge role in the history of this game. You said this will be game number 14, correct? Yes. Do you have a favorite Vegas Bowl memory from the 14 games that you've been a part of? Um, well, I'm hoping this year is is that memory. Um, we've we've had a we've had a lot of great memories. We've had, you know, a lot of great, great players come through here. A lot of great stories. Um, we were joking last night about one of our funniest memories was uh, when BYU played Oregon State a few years ago, and you had a punt that went up and literally went back two yards. It was a negative <laughs> two yard punt. We're going, how is that even possible? Um, you know, luckily those days uh, playing on a Tuesday night at, at six o'clock and it was freezing cold. The wind was going. I think we're going to be okay this year. It's sixty-one is the forecast and sunny in the middle of the day. ABC National. Kickoff. I yeah. could jump in the pool with we've that grown, weather. We've grown yeah. a little bit since then, but uh, no, they, they've all they've all had very special stories coming out of out of each and every one of them, and hope this one you know kind of does the same. Uh, we still need to find a theater for Star Wars tomorrow night. Do you have a recommendation for us? I actually do, but you're not going to like it. <laughs> this is very important for you. Yeah, no, I want to go. We, we, we Let's figure, figure out. this out. Yeah. No, the the Utah football team is actually rented out a theater. They're going. They're going as a team. So if you can, if it's free, I, I dare go. you. To, I dare you to put all your BYU gear <laughs> on and if, go with them. Jer- if it's Jerem, free, I'll go. Jerem, <laughs> I'll sit next to Britton Covey. We'll think, hang out. Think about this. <laughs> Would you really do that? And then I'll ask Kyle, you come and do it? What's going on, man? You, you gonna do, we going to do this? John, it's been great to have you, man. You guys, thanks for all you do. We appreciate you supporting the game. And, and tell everybody, all those Twitter people out there, there's no contest, the coaching search of the game. Start tweeting the game's the most important thing. Come on. There you go. Come there on. We have received a Twitter answer from John Sassenti. Again, great to talk to you, man. Thanks for the great time. Great for you, you guys. Whatever you need while you're here, you let us know. And the Hard Rock will take great care. It's a great, great property. Thank you. We are glad good, good. to be here in Las Vegas.
Vegas Bowl in four days. John Sassenti says that should be the number one headline. It's what matters most. What do you think, BYU Sports Nation? Send in your tweets. Up next, how does BYU handle all of these distractions? And we'll talk to Fred Warner in a bit, the sophomore linebacker. This is BYU Sports Nation. Welcome back, sports friends, to the Hard Rock Hotel in Las Vegas. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan broadcasting in Radio Vision, simulcast on BYU Radio and BYU TV, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. BYU Sports Nation is live in Las Vegas. Uh, we'll be here Wednesday, today, Thursday, Friday, live from Sam Boyd Stadium, Saturday as well. Uh, you can partake in the culinary BYU specials as well. Uh, they're offering three nights stay, two tickets to the Vegas Bowl, at the Hard Rock Hotel. A room so, and tickets so package. So there, there are tickets available. You can do. This is basically but, your only option listen, right now. Listen, there are always tickets available. StubHub and other that places you show up. Yeah, you, you can get in. It's just do you have several hundred dollars <laughs> for this game? That's the, that's the issue. And is it worth it to you? No. Let's refresh today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. The Vegas Bowl teams arrived last night. BYU practicing at 10 a.m. at UNLV today. The Fremont Street experience will happen tonight at 5 Pacific, where the teams are both welcomed. And John Sassenti of the Vegas Bowl just told us they will watch three-minute highlight clips on the largest screen in the world. It's amazing. So it's larger than Jerry's World. It goes the- for, like, a city block. It's ridiculous. Yeah, we, yeah, I've never actually been there, so I'm excited to go there tonight. Hey, Jordan Leslie's on the practice squad for the Atlanta Falcons. That's official. He tweeted out yesterday. Now that it's official, congratulations to him. He's a guy that absolutely deserves it. The dream lives on. Craig Bills signed with the Philadelphia Eagles yesterday but failed a physical, so he was released. But the good news is he's expected to re-sign with the team once he gets healthy. He had a Liz Frank injury, of all things. Ugh. In the final drill of Pro Day back in late March. So it's been nine months, and if it's the Liz Frank that's bothering him, that, may, that just makes me wonder about Taysom Hill coming back, by the way. Oh. Granted, it would, it would have been more than nine months. So that's good. I Women, believe. Women's volleyball news. Alexa Gray is a first-team All-American, according to the ABCA. BYU is only three-time ABCA All-American. And Amy Boswell is a third-team All-American. Congrats. Earlier today, we spoke with Fred Warner, sophomore linebacker, about things like how does BYU avoid distractions? And what about his little brother, Troy, who had committed verbally to BYU but then finally got an offer from USC and so went and took a visit? What happens there? He showed up in shorts and a T-shirt. We put a, we put a uh, sweatshirt on him yeah, so it would like, be a little you, warmer. What are you doing, Fred? Yeah. Stay healthy, man. So we put on a BYU Sports Nation hoodie for him and uh, did this interview. Enjoy. Fred, what was the best thing you did on your seven-hour bus ride to Las Vegas? That's actually funny you ask because I was riding with uh, Mick and Nitch, Mick and Nitch, Mitch and Nick, and uh, Mitch made this little game where you have to like find find a picture of somebody on the team and then just zoom in on their on their mouth, and you have to try and guess, (laughs) you have to try and guess who it is just from looking at the mouth. And so uh, we played that for a while. Me and Nick were on a team, and then him and Kurt were on a team. We just kind of went back and forth with that. But that killed a lot of time. And then obviously sleeping on top of each other. Um, 
that took up a good amount of it, but it was fun. It was actually fun. It the was lips game? Yeah. Girls would be good at that I, yeah, game. That's like a, a bachelorette party kind of activity. So it was yeah. funny. Some of the yeah. people, pe some of the people you choose, it's just like <laughs> when you zoom out, it's just the funniest picture. And you're just, <laughs> oh, me and Nick, uh, we had a good time. Oh, with it, I, yeah. The, the bowl game is supposed to be a reward. Uh, what kind of reward is this for BYU to come down to Vegas and play Utah? Oh, it's huge. Uh, you know, I think anytime you get to play in a bowl game and extend your season, uh, that's a success. And obviously the fact that we're able to play in the Holy War against Utah, that makes it even ten times better. Um, I, haven't, I haven't been able to experience it yet, so, you know, that's it's going to be fun for me. I think just being a BYU Cougar, you, you just, you know, not, you know, kind of disliking them kind of comes with it. So, you know, uh, I'm, I'm excited for it. When you found out that the bowl game opponent was Utah, what was that like for you and the team for me i was like oh cool we're playing utah you know i, I feel like you know it's, it's a cool matchup they're a good team but i think uh, for everybody else who's actually played in it they're like oh yeah utah man i need we need to get after those guys you know I, they just have like a, a bitter taste in their mouth and so you know obviously i think i'll, I'll gain that as you know i, I play in in these type of games but um, I'm, I'm super I, everybody's excited for it, and everybody got up for the game and uh, and everybody's been practicing hard for it. You're in an interesting situation because seven of the ten coaches are going to go to Virginia right. uh, after this, yet you have a game with Utah. So how have you tried to balance that and avoid distractions? And are there distractions? Uh, I think uh, our, our, our the players came together, you know, right when, when it happened, when we heard that the news. And uh, we came together and basically talked, and we're all like, you know what, we have a game that we need to play, and that needs to be our main focus right now. Uh, all the other outside stuff, you know, don't we, we just can't worry about that right now because we're, we're the one who's going to play in this game and win this game for us. And so um, I think that's been the main focus, just, you know, thoughts-wise, when we're playing in practice. BYU sophomore linebacker Fred Warner with us on BYU Sports Nation in balmy Las Vegas. Yeah, we thought it'd be a little warmer than this. I think <laughs> we originally thought about this. A little, chi a little chilly. A little chilly. It's not bad. Now, an unprecedented situation for BYU football with a head coaching search going on and BYU-Utah in the Las Vegas Bowl. What are you more interested in right now, the game or the head coaching search? It feels like people outside are more concerned about the head coaching search and all that, but... You know, me and, and my teammates, I feel like we're, we're our, our whole focus is on, you know, this game. And, of course, there's got you know, of course there's thoughts about, oh, I wonder if we're going to get this guy or this guy. Like, who are we going to get? But uh, at the end of the day, when we, when we uh, you know, wake up in the morning, it's, it's about Utah. So, uh, who, who or what has your attention from uh, Utah's offense? Uh, Travis Wilson, uh, their quarterback. Yeah, I think it always starts with the quarterback, and he's been there. He's their veteran. Um, uh, so I feel like he's the guy that we got to stop if we want to win this game. Without Devontae Booker, how are things different for Utah? Well, he he was a huge component of their offense. You know, running game-wise, I feel like their running game is what gets them started so they can throw the ball. Um, but they have a, they have a good backups, and so you, you have to play it just as, as if, you know, uh, Booker was, were playing. Um, they're, they're fast guys, and, you know, their old line's really, really good. So I think that was another reason why Booker was so, so successful. But um, – you just got to stop the run, first and foremost. Who needs to win this game more and why? BYU or Utah? BYU. Why? Um, I feel like just the, over the last few years, or you know, just the, the, with the rivalry, I feel like we haven't been as successful as we should have been. You know, we haven't we haven't won those those close games, and they've always been close. Uh, Coach Papinga and Coach Menno have talked about how. You know, the last, like, uh, seven or – no, I think he said, like, nine, like the eight, last eight of nine games that has been decided by, like, a, the last drive or something like that. And so 
uh, that's our biggest thing right now that we're focused on in practice is not only doing what we've been doing all this, all season, but you know practicing to finish the game. And so uh, that's that's been huge for us. Do you have a preference on new the who the new head coach is since you have two years with that person? Um, no, I've seen I've seen like the main three that they're, everybody's talking about. Um, I wouldn't say I have a have a you know a first a first guy that I'd like, but whoever it is, I'm just hoping that. Uh, that he's, you know, experienced and will have us win games right away because, you know, I obviously I don't want to go through two years of, of rebuilding, you know, and that that's that's my only worry. So, But, no, it, it's going to be a good coach no matter what. Bronco Mendenhall is a very unique personality and mm-hmm. uh, unlike any other coach really in all of college football. So given that his style is leaving, I know that you don't want to put a specific name out there, but what, what kind of style do you want to have in your new football coach? Oh, well, just how successful Bronco was, I feel like he, you know, he had it down, and I feel like he was good for us. Um, uh, the one thing I want in our new coach is probably just, you know, just that exciting factor and a guy who's going who's gonna to preach to us and tell us, you know, just like get in front of us before a game and get us excited and stuff like that. That's, that's probably, you know, the one thing. What's the conversation like right now with your brother Troy? Troy, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's tough for him because I feel like uh, – you know, throughout his life, I feel like he's always been like, you know, the one who always gets like the lower end of the stick. And so just with this situation, it, it just happened. It just happened perfectly for him, obviously. Well, obviously not perfect, but perfect in the way that I was talking about. But, you know, he's uh, he's he took a visit to USC and he's, you know, thinking about that. He, he liked the visit. And, you, you know, can relate with that. I can relate with it. Exactly. So he, <laughs> I haven't actually talked to him uh, over the phone a lot. I want to wait till we talk in person. But obviously, I know where he's coming from. And uh, he said his main thing that he wants to do is play with me. And so, you know, that's that's part of he, BYU. He can do that. <laughs> you know, what I mean, I'm here. So, uh, you know, no, no giveaways. But we're going to talk it over. And um, my job is to be the older brother, not not the teammate who's trying to just get him here. I'm, I'm trying to do what's best for him. And so. You know, whatever he wants, he's going to get. Your mom is shedding a tear right now. (laughs) Fred, great to have you. Yeah, no problem. Fred Warner on BYU Sports Nation live from Las Vegas, rocking the royal blue BYU Sports Nation hoodie. Seen a few tweets coming in. Are those available? Stand Uh, by, folks. Not not right now. Stand by. What kind of demand can you bring for that? Uh, But good to hear from him. One, that Troy Warner wants to play with his brother. That's good news because Troy's a good player. So that was telling. Uh, And secondly, that... They're excited. I mean, they're excited about the game, which we didn't think that the teams would have a hard time getting focused and motivated for this game. It's just good to hear guys like, you know what, the coaching thing is what it is. We're excited to play Utah. You're not going to have anyone say otherwise, though, even if that's the case. You're not going to have a player say, you know, oh, and here's here's the hoodie. Yeah, this these why? Yeah, I don't want to show these because then the fa- yeah the fans will be like, hey, I want to give me one of those. Yeah, these are nice. These those are, are nice. legit. Awesome. Royal. Yeah, royal. So here's the thing. You're not you're not going to have a uh, players say, you know, we're extremely distracted with the head coaching search, and we are not fully prepared for Utah. I think that they're going to make sure that they're prepared, uh, even if it is distracting. It has to be distracting in some way. By the way, I, I mentioned earlier the deals at the Hard Rock Hotel. You can go to hardrockhotel.com or call 800-343-4346. Again, 800-343-4346. They have some culinary specials, which I hinted at but didn't mention, at Lucky's that uh, we ate at. Cosmos Cougar Pancakes for 9 bucks. Cosmos Cougar Pancakes. Okay? Cosmos Cougar Pancakes. At the Pink Taco, you can get a Provo Virgin Margarita. <laughs> 
passion fruit and lime for $6. I know our camera operator, Craig Camp, is going to go get that right after the show. Lauren, our hard rock rep, just gave me a big smile. Yeah, you know what you're doing. This yeah. is good stuff. Uh, this is good stuff. Scottish salmon, you, you've got deals. Uh, you know, peppermint bark cheese, cheesecake. There's all kinds of deals for BYU fans staying at the Hard Rock Hotel or, or not, just showing up at the Hard Rock Hotel to eat food. I can't wait to eat it. All these places the rest of the week. If you want tickets to the game, too, there is a three-night package with two bowl game tickets. I'm surprised those are still available. Wow. Well, that's the good thing about being one of the team hotels. You can secure stuff like that. Check out the website. Hardrockhotel.com. Yeah, check out the website for more details. Uh, Also this, at Alan Miller KFYR. What's up, Alan? He says, please tell Spencer that it's three days until the Las Vegas Bowl, not four. It's Wednesday, so I, it depends on how you're counting. Are we including today? This today Thursday, ca- two. Friday, one. Saturday, zero. So is it two days? Is it three? <laughs> oh, I don't, whatever. Okay, Alan. Three days for Alan at Alan Miller. It's three shows. Three more shows. That's all we know. See, we, I go by shows. This is show one. We have two, one yeah. on Thursday, one on Friday, and one on Saturday. It's four Three and a half shows until BYU. I didn't take a math class at BYU. (laughs) I really didn't. Hey, listen, would you rather Devon Blackman catch a TD or Squally Canada score a rushing touchdown? We'll discuss that next. BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan live from the team hotel, the Hard Rock Hotel in Las Vegas, BYU represent. Remember, if you ever miss an episode of this show, watch the rebroadcast weeknights. It airs on BYU TV starting at 6 p.m. Eastern. Um, I don't know where that lifeguard went. Oh, is the lifeguard over there? I can't tell if that's him. I don't know if he's out here. Hey, lifeguard man. Lifeguard, are you still here? Raise your hand. <laughs> I don't know where he went. Just be here on Friday when Jerem jumps in the pool. Okay, he is here. He is there. He okay. is there, we're told. It's under um, control. Safety first, you know. Hey, we've been doing the second best play of the season Twitter bracket for BYU football. We wait, got, Jerem, what's the first wait, best play of the season? First most bestest. Okay, the three seed, Tomasi Lalile, scoop and score, advances, beating the six seed, Devon Blackman, almost touchdown against Boise State, Tomasi Lalile, Lalile against Utah State. 59 to 41. So it moves on. Okay. Top seeds are winning. Okay. Top seeds are advancing. So okay. no upsets yet. Okay. So today's matchup and vote on Twitter. It's out there. Vote. Four seed Tanner Mangum, 84 yarder to uh, Mitchell Jurgens against Boise State. Is the four seed. The five seed is kind of cool pick six against Boise State as well. So Boise State plays against each other in the four or five matchup. Go and vote on Twitter. We will announce the winner of that matchup tomorrow uh, and the next. I pairing. think we might have our first upset today. Well, five, uh, four or fives. You throw out the records when those. It's still an upset, though. <laughs> technically speaking, right? The four is favored you're a man, by you're a man of four and a half percent. You're a man of technicalities. That would be an I'm, upset. I know. That's annoying, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Enough of that. It's time that we play Would You Rather. It's Would You Rather on BYU Sports Nation. Number one, would you rather BYU beat Utah or get Kyle Whittingham as the new head coach? <gasps> Jerem. Dude. Dude, this is such a hard one to debate because beating Utah means everything, right? Um, you, I, I want to win national championships, which that's a, you know the goal out there. But but Kyle Whittingham as the new head coach would be a good uh, deal. I think so? you BYU beat Utah. BYU <laughs> beat Utah. <laughs> you just gave me every reason to pick Whittingham and then said beating Utah. BYU beat Utah. Okay, so that's it's close. I know, and, and I, you? I feel the same way. Like. 
Kyle Whittingham is a proven winner. And you can't tell me that people wouldn't get excited about the prospect of a guy who's coming from the Pac-12 facing that schedule next year and the schedules that come after that would not be really exciting. And he would be able to bring, you'd think, a good staff with him. Yes, and you recruiting know, and, like, all of the stuff yeah. that goes along with yeah. it. Okay? So what's the answer? But <laughs> I'm with you, man. BYU's lost four in a row to Utah. BYU has lost four football games in a row to Utah. That's stink. That Basketball team has also had setbacks against Utah. So, like, in the, in the two main event sports, BYU has not beaten Utah. It's time. So I would rather that BYU win on Saturday. As much as Whittingham would bring to BYU, like, for me, it's like here and now. This is tunnel vision for me. Like, BYU needs to beat Utah. Number two, would you rather Devon Blackman catches a touchdown or Squally Canada rushes for a touchdown on Saturday? Squally will have plenty of opportunity, so I'm going to go with Devon Blackman. Devon Blackman needs a touchdown, and against Utah, that would be awesome. In the final game, what if it's the game winner? That would be amazing. (sighs) Then he'd be forever remembered. That needs to happen in dramatic fashion. Devon, Yeah, it's without question for me. It's Devon Blackman catching a touchdown. He deserves one. Everybody wants him to get one that roots for BYU. Although Squally would be fun. And we'll see. We still have to get the official thumbs up on Squally yeah. playing in the game. And we have plans to talk to Devon during this pregame buildup on BYU Sports Nation. We can talk to him about that. Number three, would you rather have Kalani Sataki... Or Max Hall run out the BYU alumni flag? Now, that is the best question that's been asked on this show in a long, long time. Max Hall. It would be so, I mean, just, it, it, can you imagine how crazy the BYU fans would go? Like, the acceptance and the redemptive quality of that. Oh, it would be amazing. The Utah fans would get more riled up about that than the BYU fans. <laughs> like, emotional. Yeah. Max Hall still hates me. There's uh, so much good to that. Oh my, yeah, I'm with you, Max Hall. Man. I'm so cold. Uh, yes, you are. <laughs> We've been in this. I, I can't feel my toes. For an hour. I can't feel my toes. Number four. Would you rather BYU blow out Utah, just crush them, or win, still a BYU win in dramatic fashion? I've uh, only watched one BYU Utah game. Um, on TV since 95, minus my two-year LDS mission trip. So I've been there for all these dramatic wins, right? And and some losses, of course. The dramatic win is awesome. If you're telling me that BYU is going to win, dramatic fashion. Blowing them out, fun in its own right, but the drama associated with winning late is unbelievable versus Utah. It is the best. You and I were on the sidelines standing next to each other for Beck Tarling. Just memories that you'll never forget. Yes, for my... For posterity's sake, when you want to tell a good story, yeah, you want the dramatic finish. Books aren't written about blowouts. Books are written about Beck to Harleen. But for my Fourth heart, 18. But you know for my I mean? heart, I, I want the blowout. But, but we're discussing dramatic wins. I know. So I'm know. telling my heart. I don't know if my heart can take it again. I, I, I don't know if I'll, my heart I'll can take, take the blowout it. win. Number five, Jerem, would you rather see Donnie and Marie on the front row or... Star Wars, and you don't know where your seat is, on opening night. Sorry, Donnie and Marie, it's easy. Star e- Wars. Even if you're night. sitting in the front row at Star even Wars. Even if I get a bucket full of cash. Even if you're like looking Wars. straight up like, and your neck hurts after two and a half hours, you would still see but Star Wars? But my heart would swell. Man. Star Wars, man. It's you tomorrow. Can go, you can Jeez. go see Star Wars anytime. This is a one-time opportunity to see Donnie and Marie on the front row, bro. It's really a one-time opportunity. No, I could go again to Donnie and Marie on the front row. 
But what if it was free compared to Star Wars? How many what ifs are you going to throw at me? What if a volcano erupts during the in the theater you're at? What if? Uh, That's what we do. What's your man? answer? Hypotheticals. We have eight seconds. What's your answer? Star Wars. Okay. <laughs> up next, the Cougar Whip Round gets you caught up on all things happening across BYUSN. Dive in the pool. BYU Sports Station brought to you in part by DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it most. Jerem, let us whip it. Okay. It's time for the Cougar Whip Around. Football. Both teams arrived in Las Vegas last night. So did we. They are practicing now. Later today, we'll participate in the Fremont Street Experience tonight, 5 p.m. Pacific time. Bronco Mendenhall has also finished filling out his coaching staff in Virginia, adding Naval Academy assistant coach and former BYU defensive lineman Sean Nua as his new defensive line He's coach. got a good staff. Cougars in the NFL. Former wide receiver Jordan Leslie was added to the practice squad for the Atlanta Falcons. Congratulations to Jay Les. Nine. Craig Bills signed with the Philadelphia Eagles yesterday, but it was released after failing a team physical. Word has it that once he gets healthy, they will re-sign him. Volleyball. Alexa Gray is a first-team AVCA All-American, BYU's only three-time AVCA All-American. That's awesome. And Amy Boswell is a third-team All-American. Future guests include BYU's head coach for the next three days. Or is it four? Something like that. Bronco Mendenhall. Tanner Mangum will also join us on the show. John Beck weighs in on the Vegas Bowl and the coaching search. And don't forget today's Rise and Shout, brought to you by Dexter and Dexter Help when you need it most. DexterLaw.com. Was that just a Star Wars sound effect? That was R2-D2. Oh, okay. there you go. <laughs> That's not BB-8, though, the new one. Um, the Star Wars. Whoever made the Star Wars video uh, to, to BYU-Utah? Somebody put this out. It's gone it's, viral. It's BYU viral right yes, now. Yes, it has gone it, viral. That's the thing. It's BYU viral. It's making the rounds. It is fantastic. It's you have so to watch good. this. Well, we tweeted out the link. I tweeted out the link. You retweeted it. If you know who made this, please tweet us. We need to congratulate them on awesomeness. Hilarious. On the show and on the Twitter They used the audio from one of the Star Wars teaser trailers and cut BYU-Utah. So good. Video to it. Yes. (laughs) Yes, at Hans Olsen just just tweeted this to me and said, it has me emotional. I've got a lump in my throat like when I saw a dog hit by a car when I was eight. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. It's a different kind of emotional, I guess. Oh, hands, hands. I love love the former Just hands being hands. Oh, dude, that seriously, just hands being hands. What are you more interested in, the BYU coaching search or the Las Vegas Bowl? That is our Twitter question of the day. Our elite tweet of the day comes from at YFangirl underscore JB. She says all between the coaching search, Star Wars tomorrow night, and the bowl game Saturday, my head is about to explode. And and more sources uh, coming out saying that it looks like Kenya Matilola will make a decision today. It sounds like he's staying in Navy. Thanks to Johnson Senti, Tijon Paroma, who we hope to get on, but... Fred Warner and everyone on our crew. The conversation <laughs> continues 24-7 on Twitter. Using hey, hashtag BYU T-John, we still love you, man. Hey, he had team still, meetings. He, he had team meetings, still man. come on Thursday or Friday. It's all good. Yeah, Download no. the podcast for Jeremy Spencer. Shout out to Kalani Sataki. We're back to work. Friday.